Neurachial Section 1, 14 out of 16, post-dural puncture headache and meningitis. Puncturing the dura causes CSF to leak from the subarachnoid space. As CSF pressure is lost, the cerebral vessels dilate. In addition, the brainstem sags in the, into the foramen magnum, which stretches the meninges and pulls on the tentorium. These factors contribute to post-dural puncture headache. The classic presentation includes a fronto-occipital headache, which may be accompanied by nausea, emesis, photophobia, diplopia, and tinnitus. In the upright position, gravity makes the headache worse, while the supine position brings relief. Patient factors, higher risk of postural puncture headache, younger age, female, pregnancy, lower risk of postural puncture headache, older age, male, non-pregnant, no effects on postural headache, early ambulation. Practitioner factor, factors, higher risk, cutting tip needle, larger diameter needle, using air for loss of resistance with epidural needle, perpendicular to long axis of meninges. Lower risk of postural puncture headache, non-cutting tip needle, smaller diameter needle, using fluid for loss of resistance with epidural a needle parallel to long axis of meninges, continuous spinal catheter if placed after wet tap. Con uh, no effect, continuous spinal catheter if placed after spinal block. Treatment, bed rest, hydration, NSAIDs, caffeine because of cerebral vasoconstriction, epidural blood patch, and spinopalatine ganglion block. Epidural blood patch. An epidural blood patch is a definitive treatment for post-dural puncture headache and each patch is associated with a 90% success rate. If the headache does not improve after two blood patches, other etiologies should be sought. Using sterile technique, 10 to 20 ml of venous blood is withdrawn from the patient and, the, and then reintroduced into the epidural space. When the patient senses pressure in her legs, buttocks, back, the injection is complete. A blood patch is useful for two reasons. First, it compresses the epidural and subarachnoid spaces, which increases CSF pressure. Second, it acts as a plug that prevents further leaks. The most common side effects are backache and radicular pain. Sphenopalatine ganglion block. The sphenopalatine ganglion block is an alternative to the epidural blood patch in the treatment of postural puncture headache. It is simple to perform with a very low risk of side effects. Soak a long cotton tip applicator in a local anesthetic solution, 1-2% to lidocaine or 0.5% bupivacaine. Place the patient in the sniffing position. Insert the applicator into each nair towards the middle turbinate. Continue insertion until you encounter the posterior wall of the nasopharynx. This is in the vicinity of the sphenopalatine ganglion. Leave the applicator in place for 5-10 to 10 minutes. The patient should notice symptom improvement at this time. Post-spinal bacterial meningitis. When placing a neurachal block, there are two routes by which an infectious organism can reach the CSF. Failure of aseptic technique, bacteria in the patient's blood at the time of subarachnoid block. Streptococcus viridans is one of the most common culprits responsible for post-spinal bacterial meningitis. It is commonly found in the mouth, and this is why it is so critical to wear a mask while performing a neurachal block. It's also found on the hands and forearms, so hand washing is essential. How do we prepare the patient's back? You have several prep options. Iodine, alcohol, chlorhexidine is neurotoxic, so it must be allowed to dry before puncturing the skin with a needle. Miller says that a combination of alcohol and chlorhexidine is most effective.